Yo, this is the ancient Texan. I'm sitting out in Rocky Gap State Park in Western Maryland. It's, I don't know, it's in the 40s, sitting close to a fire, getting ash all over my blue sweatpants. It's just after sunset. I saw a little news clip or YouTube video of Biden kind of very rambling, sounding like an old man. We're about the same age, I guess, and I know what it's like to, when I get tired, I can't imagine what it's like being president and probably going 18 hours a day. I'm still pretty good, pretty alert. I'm sure I've lost a step, as they say, in sports. But if I was really tired, like if I was playing president, there'd be a lot of times when I just be tired and rambling and just couldn't keep it together. That's kind of what happens when you're old. But what I think is interesting is, you know, the person that posted that is trying to say, here's Biden, he's senile. He's taking a little snapshot of a moment and let that try to represent the whole. Our news media does that all the time. Facebook does that. Instagram takes these little moments, tries to give you a picture, and tell a story with it. Well, and you can actually do that. Pictures can tell stories. Short videos can tell stories. But how well do the stories represent the reality that they're trying to portray? They're trying to portray to you a reality that they probably don't even see themselves, but that they want you to see. And the news does that. MSNBC paints a pretty, you know, left Democrat, Fox right, PBS a little bit left. Um, but they all got kind of a story they want to tell you a story of how the world is we have these summits on CO2 global warming and you can go to 10 channels and get 10 stories and they all kind of have the same theme because the people that are doing the global warming uh, have a story to tell and they've got themes and and the real story is a whole lot more complicated. Um, they also, in these stories, they kind of have the way of jumping from here's the problem to here's the solution. And that journey is just really, really, really fast. Um, and it's very complicated. Um, 
got to lower CO2 emissions. Okay, that's one of the themes. Well, how do you do that? Even the approach you take, you can, like Biden's doing, is they got a plan and they're going to execute certain things that they think will help lower CO2. Like Germany's spending a whole truckload on solar, but they're actually, their cost of electricity is way the hell up. And their CO2 emissions are really not down. France, not spending a whole bunch, but their CO2 emissions much lower. I've mentioned that before, nuclear. But you don't... That's, this is, you know, the ancient Texan story of, you know, what's going on. And it's just a snapshot in a, you know, I gave you 10 frames in a movie that should have 10,000 frames to explain what's going on. Well, the, from the problems to the solution um, is really complicated and nuanced. We just went through the, you know, defund the police. That was a really crappy phrase from the beginning. Uh, But it was very popular with, you know, more than half the Democrats were for it. It's just snapshot in time. It's a snapshot phrase, just a little buzz line. conveys more of a feeling than any kind of reality because reforming the police and not that they don't need to be made better almost everything we do can be and probably should be better but instead of you know trying to have that nuanced conversation and you know, 10 second sound bites, we just pick a phrase. Same thing with a woman puts, puts a picture on Instagram, gets looking good, takes, you know, 10 little videos, picks one that's the best and conveys to the world that they're happy. None of this is, is reality. They're little snapshots in time that try to tell a story and just just like this podcast it's just telling a story it's telling a story about telling stories which is okay I mean it, it, it is what it is but as humans if we kind of back off and say this is a story This is a little snapshot that MSNBC is trying to sell me right now. It's not reality. It's maybe not only not very representative of the big story that reality would uh, tell you. That's a whole other subject, what reality is. But our reaction to these stories and not realizing that they're just little snippets of a very big picture 
it's probably been colored by the person presenting the the snippet because we're all kind of going through the stressed out uh, moments about whatever your particular thing is but say take global warming if you're getting stressed out about how you know the world's gonna burn up and go to ashes well global warming's not going to be like that most of us aren't going to see it and especially if we just live somewhere without the news and without people telling us what's going on we would have no idea there's global warming going on your little town you would get up some days it'd be hot and sunny and you could say oh, it feels hotter this year than last year but you wouldn't know you wouldn't have the data you'd just live and you'd be okay it takes someone from the outside to tell you there's a problem and there's not a problem everywhere um, some places probably the consequences are horrible the water level comes up and your little island goes under and where you've lived your whole life is not suitable for humans anymore however the Russian wheat belt gets expanded and they're going to become one of the major producers of wheat in the future so it might be pretty good for them so you can pick out these little snidbits and uh, we can listen to it and how horrible it is and we got to do something but you're being played stories story snippets however you want to call them and trying to get you headed a certain way um, and there's more truth in some snippets and some storytellers than there are others but without these people telling all these stories in your ear you might think the world's okay you might get up in the morning and not notice a lot of difference between yesterday and if yesterday was pretty good today be about the same kind of the status quo of your life would probably be the same if you wake up and yesterday and you were on drugs you probably wake up tomorrow and be on drugs if you didn't have a job and you're unemployed probably still the same way today hoping for a break if you got a job probably still have it and our lives just kind of go on you know, independent of the background chatter and most of us wouldn't feel global warming most of us wouldn't get anxiety about uh, China developing a new uh, supersonic uh, missile to deliver nuclear weapons or wouldn't get nervous about you know China putting nuclear weapons into outer space they haven't done it yet but they probably go in that direction Russia has supersonic missiles now global warming you're not going to wake up one day and be dead nuclear weapons you could wake up one day and be dead and they're my, if I'm telling the story I'd say nuclear weapon is a much bigger exit existential threat than uh, 
global warming. Global warming, there'll be people that have to go life force. But 99% of us will be okay. Maybe a few, you know, 10% of us will notice that You know, the birds we used to see in this forest aren't there anymore or, or, or something, but it's not going to be a disaster. But the way our news media paints everything and then everything you read, everything's going to be a disaster. Everything is stressful. Everything is now. It's the mostest, the worstest. Uh, it's not just simply, you know, another day going by. And that's what life is for most of us. Changes, when they happen, they happen slowly, usually with a great deal of effort. Um, or they slide slowly, or they improve slowly. But they just kind of... You know, in between our big tragedies, you know, you get run over by a diesel, things change. But most of life just kind of ebbs and flows and just it's kind of normal. Kind of status quo reigns. And I think when we're getting jerked around by the news media and people that have a story to tell us, we should just realize that status quo is a pretty strong force. And most things are not going to change fast in your life. Most of us are lucky enough that we grow up, have a job, work it for 30, 40 years, get old, don't save enough money, get to retirement get a little more feeble every day and then wake up dead one day. And if we're lucky, we would get off without you know, dying something horrible like cancer where you suffer for two damn years before you die. Most of us just get up one day and have a heart attack and maybe you linger some, but or you get a stent put in in time and get a few more years, whatever. But most of us just live kind of normal lives without big dramatic stuff happening. And I think that's, you know, what we all need to hope is that our lives are kind of in our control and that we make slow changes to our status quo and we get some fruits of our labor and up too hard for our mistakes. We have someone to love and to be loved by. We have our happinesses and sorrows and we live our lives. And we don't pay all that much attention to the news. In fact, we even do like what four days here. Made a mistake of flipping on YouTube uh, earlier today. 
but I've had pretty much four days of uninterrupted forest. Fish sitting on the dock fishing. Did real good at losing lures and getting snagged. And I saw one pretty strange thing. I was fishing at this dock, you know, and there's supposed to be small bass in here and trout. Well, what came up to the dock was about an 18 inch. Japanese koi. This is like a, you know, not a big lake, but a reasonable size. I don't know. Probably a few thousand acres lake. And a white koi followed my lure in. Then I go, what the crap kind of fish is that? I have koi. I know what koi look like, but because of the setting, I didn't, I couldn't quite, like, what kind of fish is that? Because I was picking fish that, you know, you'd see in a lake, like a bass or brim or, you know, my repertoire of uh, salmon, a fish that I've seen in lakes. Then I asked someone else, I said, I saw a big white fish. He said, about 18 inches long. And I said, yeah, white. And I said, yeah. And he said, a Japanese koi. And I go, wow. Yes, that was a koi. I know what a koi looks like. But I couldn't see that story because I already had a bigger story in my head about... Um, what would be found in a lake. And right now, people are kind of trying to give us stories about what's happening in the world. And they're usually painting some pretty dire pictures. And they're only telling you, there's a lot of things going on. There's seven billion of us. And they tell you stories sometimes about one person or a, or a small company, country, or, you know, they tell you something about some event somewhere, and they kind of try to make that be about what's happening in the world. But we ought to recognize that that's not what's happening in the world. That's what's happening in one little spot that somebody decided was newsworthy and probably doesn't represent you know, the ability of that one story to represent the world um, is not, it's almost non-relevant, almost any story you say, because it's only one little tiny bit of us, seven billion people out here making stories and living our lives. And Those stories are biased because if you're looking for a bass and you see a koi in the middle of a lake, you probably won't even know it's a koi. Anyway, this is the ancient Texan. Just 
I guess the theme is there's a lot of stories being told that are not representative of the world that we live in. And in some ways they can't be. They can be representative of humanity and our struggles and our, you know, feeble successes. But they really can't be telling you the story of what's happening in the world because that story is just too big and too many people, too many stories are happening for any one of them to represent what's happening in the world. Animals here are starting to make some noise. It's just a little bit dark and I'm getting really cold out here. So just remember, the story of the status quo that we live in is seldom told. That sounds pretty profound. Have a good one. This is the Ancient Texan, over and out. Yo, this is the Ancient Texan signing off. An earthling that believes we are all part of a world wide web. We are all part of us. There are no thems. Namaste.